Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Sex and Love Beyond Limitations episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so that they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. My wife and I have experienced at times health issues and physical limitations in our relationship. When I first met my wife, she was recovering from chronic fatigue and Lyme disease where she struggled with low energy. Um, A few years later, she had the onset of menopause and then spinal surgery and then an emergency abdominal surgery. And for me, I suffered from a pretty bad concussion at one time. And later on, uh, I had a herniated disc, which still acts up from time to time. So I know firsthand how health issues and physical limitations can impact a relationship. And in our case, we recognize the challenges, and yet we never skipped a beat in our intimacy and emotional connection. We adapted and reassured each other that we were here for each other for the long run, no matter what. So how do you maintain a sexual connection and or intimacy when you or your spouse or partner has a health issue or has physical limitations? Well, in working at a health clinic, I get that question a lot. And there's not a simple answer to that question either. You know, I mean, with each couple, each situation is unique. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. What I will say is that it's figuring out what works best for you and your spouse or partner. I'll share more a little later, but first, let me give you some examples of how health issues and or physical limitations can impact sex and intimacy. Um, Some of the most obvious ones are, for men, ED, erectile dysfunction. Uh, For women, menopause. Um, There's chronic pain, low energy or fatigue physical disabilities, mobility issues, and maybe a less obvious issue is poor body image, you know, struggling with weight, um, the aging process, scars, being disfigured in some kind of way, uh, and more. Obviously, all of these can play in the dissatisfaction or strain in a relationship or marriage. Feelings of frustration, feeling inadequate, Stress with a shift in roles, perhaps. Um, You know, there's anxiety, depression, and so on. One of the issues that men face or don't want to face that stands out is ED, erectile dysfunction. And for most men, it's like one of the worst things that can happen, right? I mean, it's how many of us see our manhood, And the stress of ED can lead to frustration, disappointment, feeling uh, that your body's betraying you, and so on. And the last thing men want to do is talk about it. Yeah, because it's too embarrassing. It's shameful, you know, feeling less than a man and all that. Well, not talking about it can make it even worse. So the best thing to do is to talk about it, understanding that it can happen and that there are ways to deal with it. No shame. 
Now, ED can be caused by a variety of health issues, including diabetes, heart disease. Um, Some meds can decrease libido and the ability to achieve an erection. Uh, And of course, stress is a big one. Take Will, not his real name. He had been happily married to Cindy, not her real name, for almost 10 years when he started experiencing ED. They had had a very passionate and fulfilling relationship. Sex and intimacy played a big part in deepening their connection. So when Will started having these issues in the bedroom, he was concerned that it may cause problems in the relationship. You see, Will was under a lot of pressure at work. He was a production manager for a large distribution center, and they were short-staffed and running behind with their orders and all that, and Will was forced to work longer hours, and the pressure was really getting to him. And by the time he would get home from work, you know, he'd be all overwhelmed and exhausted. And all this stress took its toll and started showing up in the bedroom with Will having difficulty achieving and maintaining an erection. He felt all the things I mentioned earlier, you know, feeling embarrassed or ashamed, frustrated, and he was afraid of how it would impact Cindy. Well, in working with Will, I encouraged him to have a heart-to-heart with Cindy and be open and honest with her about his feelings and his concerns and that we would work on ways for him to reduce stress and establish some work-life balance. So Will mustered up the courage to put his ego aside and had that heart-to-heart talk with Cindy. And he was surprisingly pleased and very much relieved how well Cindy received what he had to say. She told him that she understood and that their love and connection went way beyond their physical intimacy. And she emphasized that their relationship was built on trust, on communication, and their emotional connection, and that they could get through anything together. Cindy suggested, in a very reassuring way, that they could explore new ways of experiencing pleasure and intimacy together. They searched for alternative sexual activities and found out a variety of ways that they could connect sexually, using sensual touch, uh, oral stimulation, and uh, mutual exploration that didn't just rely on penetration intercourse. You know, they focused on the connection they shared and the long term of their marriage rather than putting pressure on performance. They were able to create a safe space to be vulnerable and to talk openly about their desires, their needs, and fantasies. And sometimes just talking about it was enough for them to feel that intimacy and uh, connection. So this kept their intimacy intact. And Will felt so much better, um, empowered as a matter of fact, knowing that he could still satisfy Cindy. It actually brought them even closer together. Now, over time, Will was able to work with some of the stress reduction techniques I shared with him, including meditation, mindfulness, and self-compassion strategies, and also how to set boundaries with his work. And with Cindy's really loving support, they got through it. Yeah, the silver lining here is that Will's ED actually was a lesson to the both of them 
of the importance of their communication and addressing the stress that they encountered, you know, being open to change and being willing to nurture their relationship beyond the physical. It really taught them that true intimacy really goes beyond any temporary roadblock or obstacle they may encounter and for them to continue to reinforce their love and commitment to each other. Their story became a testament to the power of resilience, compassion, understanding, and for the long term of their relationship. So the process in this story can apply to any health issue or physical limitation, not just ED, right? I think a different challenge can be with the issue of body image that I mentioned earlier. And this is especially true with women, and I think men really need to be sensitive to this. It makes me think of one of my clients, Jared, not his real name, and his wife, Dara, not her real name. They went through something like this. They had been married for several years. I don't know how long. Uh, They had two kids. And Dara had gained quite a bit of weight since having kids. Jared had mentioned this to me, saying that they shared this deep love for each other, yet he wasn't quite as attracted to her as he used to since she had gained weight. And he never said anything to her because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. Jared also said that they weren't as intimate as they had been in the past, not just because of the attraction part, you know, but life getting in the way, like kids and work and so on. Even though he wasn't as attracted to her as he was before the kids, he still enjoyed their lovemaking, you know, and he felt that it was Dara who was actually pulling back and avoiding intimacy. And one thing that Jared said that stood out is he actually questioned whether his lack of attraction to her may have somehow played a part in Dara's avoidance. And I was really impressed by that because Jared had this insight, you know, and I agreed that it was possible, you know, on a subconscious level. So in working with Jared, we practiced some self-compassion for all that he was going through and also practiced having empathy for what Dara may be going through as well. Uh, He realized that Dara could be feeling self-conscious about her weight and may have been too embarrassed or ashamed to talk about it. Well, the next thing I suggested was that he make himself vulnerable and have a talk with Dara to let her know how he felt. Well, Dara actually beat Jared to the punch because she actually approached him, which was great. (laughs) And it just so happened that Dara had been feeling self-conscious for some time. And it wasn't just for her gaining weight. It was also due to the stretch marks and the scars she had on her belly from the C-section she had gotten with her last child. And she told Jared that she felt that she wasn't attractive to him and started to pull away for fear that he would reject her. So she was avoiding intimacy for fear of rejection. Jared wasn't aware of this, of course, although he did sense it at some level. And here he was avoiding telling Dara how he felt. So it was like there was this pink elephant in the room that they were both avoiding. Well, it was a good thing that Jared had done the empathy and compassion work because he really did show up for Dara. As a matter of fact, with Dara being so vulnerable, 
It actually made Jared feel closer and more attracted to her, even with her body going through all those changes. He shifted. He was amazing, actually. Jared reminded Dara of all the great moments they had shared together and their deep emotional connection that they had built over the years. And Jared was honest. I mean, he did admit that he noticed her weight gain. And yet he assured her that their love was not dependent on physical appearance, but rather on the bond, the connection they had built together. Jared was so determined to support Dara through this. It was a big learning experience for him. And the two of them started having open and honest conversations about their desires, uh, their fears, all their expectations around sex and intimacy. I mean, they got really deep. And Jared even admitted that he had his insecurities about his body too, around his belly fat, and a thing that a lot of men are insecure about, his penis size. (laughs) And Dara assured Jared that he was just right. (laughs) Well, together they worked on looking at the positive, you know, focusing on the qualities that they found attractive in each other rather than focusing on what was not attractive, right? They encouraged one another to practice their self-love and self-compassion and the mindfulness stuff. And they learn to start letting go of the unrealistic standards that society puts on us in terms of body image, especially women, and how we deal with physical limitations. And in doing this work, they were actually setting an example for their kids as well. And at last check, Jared and Dara were doing just fine. So these are just a couple of examples of how to maintain sex, love, and intimacy when there are health issues and or physical limitations facing the relationship. And with communicating openly, having compassion, understanding, and a willingness to explore different ways of enjoying pleasure and connection, it's totally possible that couples can get through these challenges and actually maintain a fulfilling, intimate, sexual relationship. And most importantly, you'll hear me say it over and over again, I've already said it today, deepen the connection for the long term of the relationship. And I got to tell you, guys, seeking professional help from healthcare providers or Therapists that actually specialize in sexual health can also be a valuable resource of support. And they're out there, and don't sell yourself short, you know? And I understand it takes a lot of strength and courage to do so, you know, to let go of your ego so you can deepen your connection and live the life you love. I'm going to close out with this quote from an unknown source that I love. It says, Love is not diminished by physical limitations. It is strengthened by the determination and resilience of the hearts involved. Well said, whoever that was. (laughs) And on that note, we say we wrap up this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the sex and love beyond limitations episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thanks so much for listening. I do appreciate it. So being a parent is awesome, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Is being a parent stressful on a relationship? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Yeah, well, listen up next time as I help you navigate the stress of being a parent in relationship so you can be the best parent, the best spouse or partner, and the best you in relationship to keep your love alive and live the life you love. Join me for the Cracking the Parent Code episode on the next Men on the Path to Love podcast. And remember, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, any comments about the podcast, please reach out. I'm here for you. Email me at bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. That's bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. And as always, if you know someone you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.